Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 125, changing the format of your podcast. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. This is a how-to podcast about podcasting where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and I'm so happy to have you here. If you haven't already, check out the website over at theaudacitypodcast.com. A lot of cool stuff going on over there. Now, if you're a regular listener, you may notice that I did something just slightly different on my intro, and I did that intentionally in this episode because of what I'm going to be talking about. I'll be talking about should you change the format of your podcast and some things to keep in mind if you're changing the format of your podcast. If you're a regular listener, then you know what was missing from my introduction. I didn't say a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. I didn't include that part in my intro. And there's a reason for that. That is, well, for one reason, to make more of a point in this particular episode of the Audacity Podcast, but also because I am changing my format slightly. You're familiar with, I've mostly kept up with every five episodes over the last year or so, every fifth episode rather. I would do an episode focused entirely on Audacity. It would be a full-length episode covering some sort of detail with Audacity in detail. But I've had a list that I've been working off of for all of those episodes, and that list has been exhausted. Now, that's not for the Audacity to podcast. I still have a big list of things yet to cover in the Audacity to podcast. And it's also not just stuff about Audacity that I've run out of stuff to cover. It's full-length episode content for Audacity that I believe I have covered everything that I want to cover in an entire episode. That doesn't mean I'm going to leave out Audacity or stop talking about Audacity or giving Audacity tutorials. The Audacity to Podcast has always been about podcasting from the very beginning the reason I named it The Audacity to Podcast was really about the guts, the guts to podcast. That's another way to look at it. But I used the word audacity because I knew I would also be talking about audacity a lot, and I still will continue talking about audacity, and I will continue offering training services for people who want to learn how to use audacity for podcasting, like learnaudacity.com is my webinar where I teach people how to use Audacity in a two-hour-long webinar. You can check that out at learnaudacity.com. So in the Audacity to Podcast, I'm going to retire this five-episode pattern that I've had that every fifth episode, I would talk about something focused on Audacity. I'm going to retire that pattern, but I will still be covering Audacity tips and tricks and little tutorials here and there, especially over on the video side. So if you haven't subscribed to the video edition of the Audacity to Podcast, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash iTunes video, and you can subscribe to the video edition in iTunes or go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash YouTube, and you'll be taken to the YouTube playlist for the Audacity to Podcast, where I'll be posting these videos as well. So I intentionally included this also at the beginning of this episode. It's announcement, administrative stuff, which 
usually I would want to say for the end, but I'm including it here on in the beginning because it introduces this topic, and that is about changing the format of your podcast. I also want to give a nice shout out to Ruben Hostetler from FrenchPressPodcast.com for helping to also inspire this topic. I've had this on my mind for a little while about changing your podcast and whether you should do a complete rebranding of your podcast, if that's a good idea, bad idea, what kind of things to consider. But this especially came up today in a Twitter conversation I was having with Ruben about his podcast. And certainly check out his podcast over at French podcast, FrenchPressPodcast.com. And he's given me permission to use his podcast as an example. So I'll be using his podcast as well as the Audacity to Podcast as examples for this conversation on changing the formats of it. And you may think his podcast is about coffee from the title of it, but actually he podcasts a lot about the TV show Arrow. And I haven't seen that TV show, but I know that one of the cast members from Once Upon a Time, David Anders, has been in Arrow. So I think that instantly makes Arrow cool because David Anders is cool by himself because he's been in Arrow in Heroes and Once Upon a Time. But So you may notice part of where I may take this conversation about changing the format of your podcast. But let's go through this. First, consider when should you change the formats of or format of your podcast? I've got several points on this, and I'd love to hear from you, by the way, on any of these points, whether you agree, disagree, if you have more to add to these points, I'd love to hear from you. You can comment on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 125. So here are five reasons why I think or when I think you should change formats for your podcast. Number one, when your current format isn't working. Now, let me back up and say how I'm defining a format. That's not just the difference between MP3 or enhanced AAC. It's not just the difference between audio and video. It's not just the difference between single host or uh, multiple co-hosts. It is all of these things combined. Everything that makes up how you do your podcast is the format of your podcast. So that's what I'm talking about changing. Not your equipment, not necessarily your website, but how your podcast goes, how you present the content, your approach to the content, how often you release episodes, whether you do audio or video or where you are and all of this, all of these things together are part of your format. So when I'm saying changing your format, that's what I'm talking about. That could be one specific aspect of your format or a whole bunch of aspects of your format at the same time. So number one, when your current format isn't working, you might want to consider changing formats. And this could be for many different reasons, and it totally depends on your format. I've had a couple episodes of the Audacity to Podcast before. Actually, I think if you go back, yeah, uh, episode 44 is a good example of this. If you go back and listen to the com slash 44, in that episode, I explained wiring for live streaming with multiple co-hosts. Now, I feel like I did a pretty a decent job of explaining the wiring, but I think if you listen to that, you even hear me say, this is just getting complicated. Make sure you go to the show notes. I'll have wiring diagrams there because I didn't originally intend to put wiring diagrams in that podcast show notes. But then I realized as I was verbally explaining these things that it was just getting confusing unless someone was actually walking through it with their audio equipment. 
So that was an instance where the format wasn't working for that particular podcast. That would have been much better as a video or as a blog post, just putting that information out there so people could read it alone, follow it point by point, or see it following it here and there and seeing things connected and where things are wired to and all of those things. So that format didn't particularly work. But some of the video episodes I've done, I felt have been great as video content and audio content, if I approach it properly. Some other stuff, I feel like it's only good as video format content. So think about changing your format when the format you're doing right now isn't working. So this could be your schedule. That's a big thing for podcasters. They might say, I'm going to do a weekly podcast, which I do highly recommend. Weekly podcasts are great. Great way to grow your audience, especially more than weekly, uh, releasing two episodes or so per week can be even better for growing your audience because you're getting content out there more frequently. That doesn't mean you have to do that. And you may find that doing a weekly podcast just isn't working for you. So rather than burning out and quitting your podcast completely, maybe you need to change your format to instead of weekly, change to bi-weekly or monthly. I really don't recommend monthly but bi-weekly can still work very well. But it's, it really does depend on you, on what you find that's working or isn't working. There's so many other directions you could take this on knowing when your current format just isn't working for you. Another example is maybe you've started a podcast where you're relying on feedback from your listeners. You have a questions and answers podcast. So you start out episode one, You introduce the topic, maybe you answer a question that you feel like someone would ask. Episode two, you don't have any feedback, so you make up a question that someone might ask. Episode three, same thing happens. Episode four, and so on. So your question and answer format might not be working for you yet. You could come back to it in the future, but maybe that would be where you should change your format a little bit. There are so many ways you can approach this. And if you've had experience changing this in a particular format with you that didn't work well, and you changed it for a format that did work well, I'd love to hear the details about that. Again, comment on the show notes, theaudacitypodcast.com slash 125. Number two, when you've been squeezing too much into each episode, this can take on multiple forms. This could be that your episodes are just going way too long because you're putting too much related, relevant content into an episode. So maybe you are including tweets on a subject, feedback on a subject, forum posts, blog posts. You're trying to just include way too much in your episode, and you might start ending up with some things being redundant and crossover and losing interest for your listeners or going into something just way too much, that might be time to change your format. The other thing to consider, and this is where uh, Ruben and I got into a Twitter conversation today with his FrenchPressPodcast.com, is he has a podcast that's about the TV show Arrow, but it's also about technology things and other stuff that he and his co-host want to talk about. So it is two different things, or maybe even three different things, squeezed into a single podcast. Here's what happens. Imagine if I announced to you that, hey, this is the Audacity to Podcast, a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity and about collecting movie posters. What? what? That, That doesn't match, right? That's what you might be thinking. So if I then talk about Audacity and podcasting, 
and then talk about movie posters, then you as a listener might be turned off by the fact that I'm wasting time talking about movie posters. That has nothing to do with podcasting or almost nothing to do with podcasting. And why would I even do that? But then other people might be interested in my content about movie posters and they think, yay, a podcast completely about movie posters. This is awesome. They subscribe, they start listening, and then there's all of this irrelevant junk, and that's what it would be to them, irrelevant junk about how to podcast and use Audacity. And they think, well, I subscribed to this because I wanted to hear about movie posters. What's all this other junk here in this podcast? I, I don't care about this anymore. And the order that you put this information in doesn't matter because you're still going to be turning off someone because you're including irrelevant content before or after the content they actually want to hear. So if you're trying to squeeze too much content or too many different kinds of content into your podcast, I think it's definitely time for you to change formats. Focus on a single topic or a single industry. There, Yes, there are many different ways that you can approach that industry, but focus on that single industry, do that really well, and you could have your other content in a separate podcast. You could save it for an after show. You could do many other things with that separate content, but mixing it in and in a sense forcing your listeners to do that muddles your brand. It it makes it harder for people to find the content that they really care about and why they're coming to you, or it turns off people who are coming for different reasons. So that's number two, when you're squeezing too much into each episode. Number three, when your content would work better in a different format. So like I've talked about with the Audacity to Podcast, I've had instances before where I did an audio episode and it really should have been a video episode. I've seen some things on YouTube or some video podcasts where they really should have been audio. There was no need for them to be in video. But doing a different format and your content working better in a different format is more than just audio versus video, but it's everything else about how you do your podcast. So if you think that you can take much better advantage of the system of the industry of your network that you're building by changing your formats, then it would be a good time to change your formats. Number four, when you need new life in your podcast, that could be a good time to change formats. Now, I talked about this a lot over in episode 76, which you can check out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 76. I gave several ideas of ways to bring new life to your podcast. And sometimes changing your format can bring that new life to your podcast. I remember on, on my comedy podcast, we changed our format and changed our branding several years ago, but it still continues to be a clean comedy podcast. We just we added some segments, and then later on, we ended up removing seg- some segments from it, but it still has its same focus. We've just changed the format a little bit here and there, and we continue to play with that and tweak that and make little changes here and there when we decide that one idea, it's time to retire that idea and try something else. Just like here in the Audacity to Podcast, I am deciding that I'm going to retire the idea of every fifth episode will be focused entirely on Audacity, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about Audacity. Like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, I'll continue covering it 
and mention important things when you need to know, let you know of important updates or uh, teach you certain things, especially small form, maybe a little audacity tips here and there. But I'm just changing the format a little bit and that'll give new life to my podcast because honestly, sometimes when it came to the fifth episode and time for me to do an audacity episode, I would look at my list and I'd start to get discouraged because I was seeing my list of things to cover dwindling and I wasn't coming up with additional content, full length content to talk about audacity. So I was starting to dread the fifth episode because I knew I got to talk about audacity, expand this into a full length episode, really cover this in depth. And I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. That's what I was starting to think. I felt like every fifth episode needed a little bit of new life in the fifth episodes, but I felt great about other episodes of the Audacity podcast and the content that I was producing and confident about where I'm taking this podcast in the future. So sometimes changing the format can really give your podcast new life, some new energy, and it can help you do something so much better. And fifth time or fifth reason you could change your podcast format would be when you've run out of content or passion. Very similar to what I said with the Audacity podcast, I ran out of content with Audacity. Now, yes, part of that could be because I've stopped using Audacity personally. I'm still very passionate about Audacity. And if anyone asks me, what program should I buy in order to edit my podcast? I'm still going to tell them, no, save your money, put that in better hardware and get audacity for free if you really want to spend money on audio software then make a donation to the audacity team but otherwise you can do a great job with your podcast and i i've recorded many great sounding podcasts with audacity and edited them and everything with audacity and it worked great for me but so yes part of that could be my passion is a little bit less for audacity i'm still passionate about it but I've really just run out of content for this. So maybe you've got a podcast that covers, you always cover three aspects of a particular thing and you run out of content for one of those aspects or a passion for one of those aspects, then change your format, remove that aspect of it and start doing two or change what aspects that you cover of that topic. It's perfectly okay to change things, but make sure that you're changing them at the right time. And then Now, let's move on to the next major point is question your motives for changing your podcast. I've got three things to caution you against. Number one, don't change just because a couple people don't like something. You might see this in iTunes reviews. People might leave a review for you on iTunes or send you feedback or comment on your website or anything like that. And they'll have some negative feedback for you. And they'll say, oh, this stinks. I hate how they do this. Or I really don't like it when they do this or the way they say this or do that or they're opening, they're closing, whatever. When a couple people do that, I know that it feels like your entire audience is telling you you're doing it wrong and you need to change. But take courage. You don't have to change just because a couple people don't like something. I've certainly received feedback from people who don't like something I do. I've heard indirectly feedback from people who have stopped listening to the Audacity to podcast because they didn't like how in-depth I got and they didn't like my sense of humor. They, I think they even said something about they didn't like my voice that much. 
that's fine. I'm perfectly okay with that because there are plenty of other choices out there and great friends of mine hosting podcasts about podcasting too. And check out podcastsaboutpodcasting.com. That's hosted by my friend Dave Jackson for a list of all of these podcasts about podcasting. But if I had listened to that feedback and thought, oh, okay, I'm going to stop doing the in-depth information, then I would have alienated the rest of you, my listeners, who come to this podcast and listen because you want the in-depth information. So if I had that motive of wanting to please everybody, I wouldn't be pleasing anybody, really. So question your motive on that. Number two, don't change from a small bad experience. This can happen often where we decide, I'm going to try doing this. We try it and it fails. And we'd give up on it then. Don't do that. Don't give up yet. Keep trying. Don't give up and don't change just because of one small bad experience or that negative feedback or someone, a listener that you lost. If a listener Uh, this might be a little controversial to say this, but that's fine. I've got the guts to podcast, the audacity to podcast, so I can say this. If a listener leaves your podcast just because of one small failure that you made once, then they probably would not have stuck around long anyway. They probably weren't that strong of a listener, that, that strong of a relationship with your podcast if one failure was enough to make them leave. And besides, if they've already left and you've changed your podcast based on that one failure, you might not bring them back anyway. So never try to change the side thing here. Never try to change your podcast to bring back the listeners you lost. They're gone. They won't hear that you've changed your format unless your community all rallies around and emails that one person, or in other words, we call this spam, that one person in order to get them to come back and listen. And you don't want to be in that situation. So don't change just from a small bad experience. Now, if it's a huge, terrible experience that got you in a lot of trouble and just a total train wreck, then yeah, that would be a good time to change. But a small bad experience, not necessarily. There could be so many things you could look at of, did you really give this a chance? Did you try everything? Could you do this better? Could you do this differently? Was it maybe just a bad experience because it was something different? All of these questions you could ask yourself. Number three, don't change to be like someone else. Very important point here. Yes, it's easy for us to see other podcasts out there in our same industry and think, I want to be like them. I want their success. I'll be honest with you. I am internally very competitive. I'm a fourth-born child uh, who lived most of my life as a second-born, but have first-born tendencies, if you can figure that out. Somehow I skipped third-born along the way. Uh, throw that in, I don't know, whichever way. I married a third-born. So I'm, I am competitive in many ways, but at other times, step past that. And it's easy for me to listen to other podcasts where they're having a success in one way or they're doing something that I really wish I could be doing. And one of my first thoughts is, oh, I want to do that. I, I should be doing that and getting that success that they're having. But then that's my wanting to change to be like them, which is a bad reason to change. Instead, focus on who you are, on your unique approach Just because you see other people have success doing something a certain way 
doesn't mean you'll have success doing the same thing the same way. And it also doesn't mean that you should be doing it that way. It's good for you to be doing things differently because then that means you're not just a mirror or an imitation of someone else. You are someone unique and therefore you have something different to offer to your listeners or viewers. So question your motives. There are a lot of other questions you could ask yourself about. Is this really a good thing to do to change the format of your podcast? And I'd love to hear from you what those questions would be. Again, comment on the show notes. So let's move on to some tips and things for you to consider when changing the format of your podcast. First, stay true to your brand. Every podcast out there has a brand. And by the way, when I use the term podcast, I'm referring to the show as a whole, not an individual episode, but the show as a whole. So stay true to your brand because your podcast and each podcast you make, if you make one or if you make many, has its own brand to it. Think about companies like Apple has a very strong brand. What kind of words would you use to describe Apple? Most likely, one of the words you'd have used is simple. They have worked very hard to make simple a part of their branding. Now, you might come up with other words too, like proprietary or white or silver or Steve Jobs mock turtleneck. You might come up with all of these names of what the Apple brand actually represents. But they have worked very hard to build and maintain a certain brand. And when they produce products, they try to stay true to that brand. I think one of the best books I read recently that inspired my entrepreneurial endeavors was, well, not best. It's one of them. I've read several and they've all been great. But the Steve Jobs audio book, the biography, is a fantastic book because it explains how Steve Jobs really came back to Apple and revolutionized it. Apple was for a while trying to build their own printers and Steve Jobs basically brought up to them, why are we building printers? This doesn't fit with the rest of our brand. So they stopped building printers and other things too that in the past they went down some road, realized this is terrible flop. Let's stop doing this and do something differently. So they were staying true to their brand. Now Apple is no longer Uh, controlled by Steve Jobs because he died. So yeah, Apple's branding is changing a little bit, but I think they will still stay to their brand. In your podcast, think about what your brand is and stay true to that brand. For example, my comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, has the brand of clean comedy and this concept of being or feeling like an amateur at life. That is our brand. Now, we may add things to that, but it all pretty much sticks within the brand of clean comedy. We're not going to become a movie review podcast or anything like that. That just doesn't fit the brand unless we review the movie from a clean comedy perspective. In the Audacity to Podcast, my brand has always been about podcasting, giving you the guts and teaching you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. That has been my brand since episode one. The tagline, a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity, came up later when I wanted to clarify to people that this wasn't just a podcast about Audacity. So my brand has stayed consistent since then. So when I make changes to the Audacity podcast, what I cover, how I do things, it's all sticking with that brand. Figure out what the brand is for your podcast and stick to that. If you 
decide that your brand is multiple things and those things are not relevant to each other, then you should either cut them out or split them off into separate podcasts. If my Once Upon a Time podcast in every episode covered Once Upon a Time and Grimm, which is another TV show that's kind of similar, fairy tale character sort of things in modern world, then I would be not really staying true to my brand and half of my audience would be interested in one content, half the other. It's too diverse, not focused enough. And that's the great thing that we can do in podcasting is focus on what we cover. When you decide to change the format of your podcast, make sure that you put in as much thought into your change as you did when you first launched your podcast. And I hope you put a lot of thought into your launch of your podcast. When I launched the Audacity to Podcast, I had a list of things that I would cover, and not all Audacity things, but things about podcasting, some things about Audacity, and I am still working off that list. I put a lot of thought and planning into launching the Audacity to Podcast, and that's given me very clear direction for where I want to take this podcast in the future as I continue to pursue that direction. And even though that original list did not contain 125 items on it. It contained, I think, 36 items on it. But I still have not covered some of the items on that list because other things have come up or other information has been more timely or there were other things that I I just wanted to cover I, I figured were higher priority than things and certain questions and certain news items and such. So I did put a lot of thought into when I launched the Audacity podcast, and that helped me know what my brand was, so I could stay true to my brand. But if you're going to change the format of your podcast, you should be putting just as much thought, maybe even more, it's okay if maybe it's a little less, but put a lot of thought into changing the format of your podcast. Because if you're changing the format, you need to know which direction do you want this to take you in your podcast? Why are you changing this? What do you hope this change will accomplish? How big is this change? The bigger the change, the more thought you really need to put into this. Because you might do some completely radical change to your podcast when really maybe you should have launched a separate podcast and ended the one that you had. I'll talk more about that uh, in a moment. So put a lot of thought into why you're changing your podcast, how you're going to go about this change, what those changes are going to be, what you're expecting to happen with these things, and what your flow will be with this. On YouTube, you've probably seen the videos from Rhett and Link. They did some very bad-looking local commercials, I think they call them. And they've also done other great things that uh, you may be familiar with. Like one of them I use quite frequently in our clean comedy podcast, and it's this. That was done by Rhett and Link. And they have this show. You can check it out at youtube.com slash Rhett and Link 2. That is their separate channel, and it's their mythical, good mythical morning show. And it used to be a daily show, about 10 minutes long, a a comedy show. And it was a lot of fun to watch, but they decided to change the format of it. They're going from a daily format to a weekly, longer episode format. And that change works really well. And when they made that change, they said that they planned out 12 episodes 12 weeks of new content and different content that they're going to produce, and they'll probably do more as they continue going. So they've planned 
the direction that they're going. They didn't just spontaneously decide, hey, let's switch from doing a daily podcast to doing a weekly podcast that'll be longer. No, that kind of change takes thought. And they had this idea in mind for quite a while. So put just as much thought into your change as you did in your launch, especially more if you did not put thought into your launch and you just decided, I'm going to start a podcast. It's going to be about this, 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 and this, and this, and you have no plan for your podcast, then definitely put more thought into your change because your change could be the opportunity to take your podcast from what you might consider failure to something much more successful as you focus it and as you uh, refine what it's all about. Also, this is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. When I see a podcast do a complete rebranding, but they do two things. One is they continue their episode numbering and they continue on the same website, same RSS feed and all of that. Now, there are some places for that, but I really encourage you, and that's this point, take caution when completely rebranding your podcast. I've seen this done many times before, and it has really bugged me and made me want to unsubscribe because I subscribed for one thing, and they completely changed it around and then started giving me something else later on. That's what is known as the bait and switch tactic. And keep in mind that unless you completely wipe the slate clean and delete all of your old episodes, your audience will probably be coming to you based on the content in your old episodes, not necessarily the content in your new episodes. So they're still going to be exposed to the old brand of your podcast and what you were doing. And then they discover that you change somewhere along the way and they decide to leave. Or they came to your content, to your website or your podcast based on something they searched for, but then they see your podcast and website seems to be about something completely different now, and they might not even listen to your content because it just doesn't look like it fits anymore. So if I change, going back to my example, if I change the Audacity to podcast to be about movie posters, then when you come to my website, you search for something like, how do I podcast with Audacity? And you come to my website And you see it's the movie podcast, the Audacity to Podcast, all about collecting movie posters. You'll probably think, what? This doesn't make sense. And you might even be turned away and never listen to the content. Or you may listen to the content, but decide not to stick around because it looks like I've already left the direction that you were interested in. So please take caution when doing a complete rebranding of your podcast. Personal opinions here. I don't like seeing episode numbering continue when someone does this. If they do a complete rebranding, and that is where they change the name, they change the style, they change the format, they change the topic, but they want to keep all of their same subscribers and they want to talk about something completely different and they also keep the episode numbering. I really don't like this because then it's a little bit deceptive in my opinion if you see that it's the movie poster collection podcast is now the my awesome podcast and it's my awesome podcast episode 200 and it's like wow you've got 200 episodes of the awesome podcast and you go back and it's all about movie posters and then it's like what what happened here where where's 
the My Awesome Podcast. This isn't My Awesome Podcast. This is a movie posters podcast. This isn't about being awesome. So keep that in mind. Try not to do a complete rebranding, but sometimes it might be necessary, yes. Now, in the case with Ruben and FrenchPressPodcast.com, he and I were talking about this, and again, he gave me permission to use this as an example. He's got this podcast where he talks about Arrow and he talks about other stuff. And he said that's actually been hurting him a bit. The podcast isn't growing like he wanted it to. And I made some suggestions on that that he said he's going to then try to follow through. And one of those would be to actually rebrand himself. In this case, I am recommending a complete rebranding. Or another way to look at this is maybe instead of a complete rebranding, launch a separate podcast and that you take the branding from one podcast into the other one. For example, I might have the Audacity to podcast and I occasionally talk about movie posters and I decide I really want to talk about movie posters a whole lot more. So the better thing to do would be instead of rebranding the Audacity to podcast as now a podcast about movie posters, I could go and start a movie poster podcast and it would be all about movie posters. So when people go there, that's the content they receive. The brand would be obvious to them it would tell them what they would be receiving. It sets up their expectations properly and it doesn't fill them with fluff of all the stuff that's not related to movie posters. But if I decided to just completely change the audacity to podcast on you and no longer talk about podcasting on audacity and talk about just movie posters, then I'm forcing you to stay subscribed. And if I continued my episode numbering, that's basically being deceptive on how many episodes I've covered of that podcast because it's really no longer that podcast. It's a different podcast. So please take caution when you do a complete rebranding of your podcast, but do recognize that yes, sometimes a rebranding is necessary. In all of the the podcasts that I host, I've never done a major complete rebranding because I feel like I put a lot of planning and thought into the launch of the podcast, enough thought that that has carried through and will continue to carry through and won't require rebranding the podcast. The only change, major change I've made is for The Ramen Noodle, when I started the comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, it was, the tagline was, seasoning packets of comedy from the life of a bachelor. Well, you know what happened. I got married and it could no longer be seasoning packets of comedy from the life of a bachelor. So I changed the tagline to just seasoning packets of comedy to flavor your day. And then I also started thinking about, well, what really is my branding here? It's not so much being a bachelor and the funny things that happen as being a bachelor, but it's kind of like I'm an amateur at life. And starting out, struggling with things, even when I get older and I'm more mature and all of this, still certain mistakes, funny things happen that make me feel like I'm an amateur at life. So I came up with this new branding, but we still call it the ramen noodle. We put a lot more emphasis now on the clean comedy podcast aspect of it for a couple reasons. And that being, it's a lot easier to spell of a domain. It's a lot more clear on what we are about And I love that we were able to get the domain Clean Comedy Podcast, so much so that the branding for that podcast, because of using that domain, and no one's going to search for 
the ramen noodle on Google in order to find a clean comedy podcast. If someone wants a clean comedy podcast, they'll search Google for cleancomedypodcast.com or not .com, but they might try that or they might just search for clean comedy podcast. I was blown away recently to actually discover that if you search Google for clean comedy, even if you're logged out of Google, if you search Google for clean comedy, my The Ramen Noodle podcast is the number one result below the YouTube videos for clean comedy. I was amazed at that. But when you look at it, it still says The Ramen Noodle Clean Comedy Podcast. That's the name of the podcast. We're not changing that. So we didn't do a complete rebranding. We just did a partial rebranding, but still, this goes back to a previous point. We stayed true to our brand. When you make your changes, though, a couple things to keep in mind as you make these changes, and these are what the next few points cover. Test your changes out. So if you're thinking about rebranding your podcast or maybe adding a new segment or whatever kind of change you're deciding to make, test it. See how it goes. If you want to change from being an audio podcast to a video podcast, start producing some videos. Put them out on YouTube. See how it goes. Try and get some response. Promote it in your audio podcast. Ask people, hey, please go watch my videos on YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'm thinking about doing this new thing. Check it out. Let me know. I might even start doing this instead of the audio. It's up to you how much information you share with them. But test those changes and see how they do. Also, if you decide that you're thinking of completely rebranding your podcast, you could make it a little bit more incremental and start out with a segment in your podcast. And then maybe that segment, you'll discover that segment has been so successful that you'll spin it off into its own podcast instead of rebranding, doing a complete rebranding of your current podcast, maybe spin it off into a separate podcast into the podcast that you currently have. There are so many other changes that you can make and test along the way to see how they work. These could be things that you test in your podcast. It could be things that you test outside of your podcast and reference from your podcast. Sometimes the tests are good to find out how is the audience responding to this? Is this working well for them? Does it interest them? Sometimes the test is good for you to know. So if you decide that you're going to do a new segment, well, does that increase your workload so much that you can't release as many podcast episodes as you thought you could? Then that gave you the information you needed. That was a good test. You know that, well, for now, you can't do that or else you'll start failing in other areas. Test these changes if you can. But as you're making changes, another point here, make sure you've been patient. This goes back to the first section when I talked about, or the second section, when I talked about question your motives and don't change just because a couple people didn't like something or just because of a small bad experience. Make sure you've been patient with your change. Give it a chance. If, you're, if you really believe this is a right direction and a right change to make, give it a chance to prove that and for you to iron out some of the bugs and get a bit better of the, at it. When I subscribe to a podcast, a new, a new podcast, which I don't do very often anymore because there are so many podcasts I already listen to and it's so easy on my iPhone to in one week see that I have a backlog of 50 podcast episodes to listen to because I am subscribed to about 80 podcasts and maybe about 50 to 60 of those release contents 
release episodes, that is, every week. So it's very easy for me to follow behind, so I don't subscribe to many new podcasts. But when I am looking for a new podcast to subscribe to, I don't listen to just one episode. I, I try to be patient with them. And I try to listen to different episodes, get an idea of what kind of content they're covering. I'll give them a chance. There was a major, major podcast I was listening to in one of my industries. And I listened to maybe 30 episodes or more of that podcast until I finally decided, eh, I don't like this. This isn't working for me. It's not the kind of content I, I was expecting It's not the kind of content I want or need. I'm going to unsubscribe, but I gave it a big chance. Do that with your own podcast. If you try something and it fails at first, keep trying. Yes, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. But then again, repetition helps perfect things or helps make things better. If you want to lift 500 pounds and you go to the gym and you lift 50 pounds one day and try for 500 pounds, you're going to fail. No, but you do have to keep going back to the gym and keep lifting the 50 pounds. When you get good at that, then you lift more weight. When you get good at that, then you lift more, then you lift more. So you are, repetition isn't complete insanity, but unnecessary and over-repetition certainly is uh, unnecessary and does start becoming insanity. So make sure you've given your changes a chance before you decide to change again. Because, you know, speaking of change, feed burner. Do you remember a couple years ago, I had an episode where I was raving about the new feed burner. Do you remember that? A new feed burner? Yeah, there was a new feed burner a couple years ago. It looked a lot like Google Analytics and it tied in with Google Analytics a whole lot more. And feed burner and Google announced this thing and it was big news and all of this awesome stuff. Where did that go? It just disappeared. Try not to be like that with your podcast. Give it a chance for your changes to take effect and to really be helpful. And when you're making changes, consider making little changes over time. Don't wipe everything away and start out on scratch from scratch or completely rebrand it. Maybe make your changes a little bit, bit by bit over time. So that way you can slowly ease your audience into certain things. And along the way, you can discover this is working, this isn't working. So then when you find those ideas that do work, then you hold on to those. And then you try another idea and you discover this does or doesn't work. And that way, when you do decide that you're going to combine all of these separate ideas that you've been testing and that you've been making little changes over time, then your audience has been gradually brought into your change and you don't have to announce a sudden complete rebranding and lose subscribers. Yes, you may lose or you may pick up subscribers along the way, but it's also much better to make these little changes over time depending on the direction you're going. That's the big thing, depending on it. If you're doing a complete rebranding, then again, I really recommend start a separate podcast or or clarify the one that you currently have and basically they'll start over from scratch. That's my main recommendation for that if you're going to completely rebrand. And finally, be ready for mixed feedback. Change is an interesting thing. Some people love change. Some people hate change. 
a lot of people will email you or will contact you and tell you what they didn't like about the change. But if you have, let's say you have 100 subscribers to your podcast and you make a change and you receive two emails that say, oh, I hate this change. It's terrible. The podcast used to be amazing. Now it's terrible. I hate this. This is disgusting. I'm unsubscribing. That is something for you to consider is did you really do this change well? Did you take these things in mind? Did you destroy your branding? Did you alienate your audience? Whatever. All of this stuff. Yes. But that's two out of a hundred. And if after several weeks you still have a hundred people and you still have the regular feedback coming in, then those two people were just a small minority of your audience and the rest of your audience is going along with the change. You may also get some rave reviews about your change, and you may also be prepared for this. You will have fanatics, not just fans. I know fans are short for fanatics, but I actually mean fanatics or fanboys for you and for your podcast, where basically in their eyes, you can do nothing wrong. There, I know that there are some listeners to my podcast and probably to yours, that if I were to completely change the Audacity to podcast to be the movie posters podcast, then some of my listeners would email me and say something like, wow, Daniel, this is amazing. That's so inspirational. You're pursuing your passions. I'm so happy to be listening to feel like I'm a part of this. And that is totally awesome. And basically in their eyes, I can do nothing wrong. Be prepared for that kind of feedback too. And that does not necessarily mean you're doing the right thing if you get these raving reviews from people who essentially have the perspective that you can do nothing wrong. But also, especially be prepared for the negative feedback. If you think through this, this ties back to a previous point again, if you think through your change and you've planned this well, you've tested it, you know what will work, you're staying true to your brand, you know you have the right motives, you know you're changing to the right format for the right reasons, all of this stuff. When you have this in mind, then you can know that when you receive that feedback in your mind, or maybe even written when you respond back to them with grace, please, with grace, then you can say, thank you, and you can have an attitude of gratefulness, say, thank you for the feedback. I do really appreciate it. This is a direction that I've thought a lot about, and it's a direction I really want to go with my podcast from here on out. So I really hope that you'll stick around, and I'm excited about these new changes I'm making, and I hope that you'll stick around because I think you'll like these changes too. I know it's quite a bit different from what I've been doing, but I'm excited about this. I think this is a great direction to go. You could make that kind of answer, response, to the feedback And you could be turning then someone who's about to leave, you could turn them back into a fan of your podcast, but be ready for this stuff. And a great way to be ready is know why you're doing it and have some goal in mind, some direction that you know you want to take your podcast. Don't just podcast aimlessly, but know where you want to go with this thing. That doesn't mean you have to have an end goal in mind, but just know Where do you want to go with this? What direction are you taking it? So those are my thoughts on changing the formats for your podcast. I got quite long-winded on some of these points, but I would love your feedback and hear from you. Have you changed formats for your podcast? Big changes, little changes? 
What was your experience with that? What kind of kickback or response did you get from your audience when you did these things? What did you do to test your changes or what did you find worked or didn't work for you? I'd love to hear your stories and hear about how you're making changes or have made changes on your podcast. Please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 125. And if you see Ruben Hostetler on Twitter and his username is Ruben H-O-C-H on Twitter, then please uh, check out his podcast and give him a little shout out too. And if you're interested in the TV show Arrow, then you might want to check out his podcast. And he did say that he will be doing some changing too, so you can expect to see that change and maybe follow along with him. Now, I've got some cool things to share with you. Uh, upcoming things coming and things that I'm into. But before I do that, please email me your feedback for the Audacity to Podcast, things that you'd like to see me cover in the Audacity to Podcast in audio form or video form by emailing feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com. You can send written or recorded video or audio feedback to that address, or you can call in and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or you can go to theaudacitypodcast.com and send a voice message from your computer or iOS device. And the show notes for this episode will be at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 125. Now let me give you some cool announcements that I'm excited about. I am almost finished with a WordPress plugin. I told you back in early January that I would be releasing a couple WordPress plugins. And one of these, I decided... About two weeks ago, I decided I'm going to make this happen. So I had some uh, time on my schedule and I just sat down and started writing this WordPress plugin and testing it and getting a few other programmers to test my code for me and help point out any flaws or anything. And the plugin is working really well. I'm really excited about it. I don't have a price point on it yet. But it will be a plugin that I think you'll really like. Essentially, if you want to see a preview of what the plugin does, go to theaudacitypodcast.com or any of my podcast websites, and you'll notice the kind of call to action buttons on there that has the subscribe and iTunes big button, and then the icons to other social networks and podcast directories and podcast services or blog services where you can subscribe to the podcast, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, and all of that from these different little links. And those links are vector icons, which means they will look great on Retina devices and they scale really well and they load really quickly too. And you can do some really nice special effects on them. So like if you're using a modern browser like Chrome or Firefox or Safari or Internet Explorer 9 or 10, and you hover your mouse cursor over these icons, then you'll notice they do some cool fade-ins and fade-outs and drop shadows and uh, just some cool things. The colors change, the background colors change. That's all because of the way that I've set these things up. So I'm really excited about this plugin, and I will have that very soon. And I will be launching the plugin on sale. So if you buy it within the month of May 2013, you'll get it on its sale price, a launch special, whatever that is. And I will have that announcement over at theaudacitypodcast.com. But if you are on my email list, which you can sign up for at theaudacitypodcast.com, I will announce it there first. 
So make sure that you're signed up for the email list to receive that announcement. And it it is a really cool plugin. It's even better than what I've currently had on my website or what I've had on my website previously, because this is a plugin. What I've done on my website previously was all hard-coded, uh, using multiple systems, difficult to maintain and update, and it could only be used in certain places on the website in certain ways, and I'd have to do all of this back-end CSS and stuff. Well, this new plugin allows you to change the colors, the sizes, what podcasts are shown or networks are shown. It allows you to change the text, some of the order of things, and it does some really other cool things. Like You could put your subscription buttons anywhere on your site. You could put in a template, you could put in a sidebar, you could put in the header, you could put it in your pages in posts with a simple short code. And you could even do things like use it for just a single button, like a single iTunes button in your show notes or your blog post or anything like that. It's, I'm really excited about this plugin. I think you're really going to like it. It uh, it will be great. And I will be selling that through the audacity to podcast.com. So make sure you're signed up for the newsletter if you're interested in that plugin and watch for the announcement for that plugin. I am just finalizing a couple other things and might be releasing it before episode 126 of the audacity to podcast. And Audacity is still on my radar. Remember, please don't get discouraged and thinking I'm abandoning Audacity. I am not. And I will be hosting the Learn Audacity webinar coming up on May 18th, 2013. I'd love for you to be a part of that webinar. It will be at noon Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four, a two hour long webinar where I will teach you how to use Audacity from installing it to finishing a great sounding podcast, audio drama, whatever. We'll call cover all kinds of aspects of Audacity in two hours and including your questions and I'll be showing you things as answers for your questions. And you can sign up for that at learnaudacity.com. Tickets are $100 each, and there is still some space there. So sign up at learnaudacity.com. And there won't be a price hike before the webinar starts, but ticket sales will cut off the day before. So sign up before May 17th, but I really recommend you sign up early. Even if you can't make it to the live webinar, but you'd still like this content, I won't be selling it afterward, but if you want the content, then you can still sign up. And if you can't make it to the live webinar, you'll receive a download of the webinar. So you'll still get all the same content that I won't be selling afterward, but then it works with your schedule so you can watch it at your convenience. And if you need help learning how to podcast, learning how to use Audacity, how to use WordPress, uh, you need help, whatever, improving your podcast, I'm available for one-on-one consulting that you can check out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash consulting. I've had a lot of fun working with a lot of clients, helping them set up how to sell products on their websites, how to uh, pr- produce their podcast in a much better way. I helped someone fix their RSS feed recently and transferred all 11,000 of their subscribers from a broken system to a non-broken system. I've helped people leave FeedBurner. I've even helped people leave, uh, what's that terrible site out there? Pod Podango? No, not Podango. It's one of those sites out there that takes control of your RSS feed. And it seems like there might not be a way to get control back. Well, some of them, there is a little way to get control back of your RSS feed. So I've helped people leave some of those third-party services and I can help you set up Libsyn hosting or whatever. And if you need Libsyn hosting, use my promo code noodle 
for a free month. So that's it for the self-promotion. I'm not going to spend much more time on that, but check out these things, learnaudacity.com, theaudacitypodcast.com slash consulting. And also, I'd love to have you start using my new premium WordPress plugin that will be releasing very soon. I also just need to finalize the name of it. So that's why I can't announce the name, but that'll be very soon on the audacity to podcast.com. So I'd love to hear from you. Please send me your thoughts and ideas about podcasting, what directions you'd like to see me go, especially if you could send me a video of yourself asking a question that I can answer back in video form. I'd love to do that and include that on the video edition of the audacity to podcast, which you can get over at the audacity slash iTunes video. And if you'd like to leave ratings and reviews in iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. You can go to the audacity to slash iTunes to leave those ratings and reviews of the audacity to podcast. And I really appreciate uh, Marilyn SS and Pook Dog Shizzle Nizzle for leaving their kind reviews for me in iTunes. Thank you so much for those. Those have been encouraging. And send me your feedback. Email feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or you can go to theaudacitypodcast.com and record a voicemail from your computer or iOS device. Please follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. See, that hasn't changed. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Like we've got a recent review of the movie 42 and Red Tails, and also upcoming review of Iron Man 3. We've also got great productivity information from Eric Fisher of Beyond the To-Do List. And the finale for Once Upon a Time TV show is coming up, but our podcast keeps going on. So much going on to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Check it out at techpodcasts.com. There are recent reviews of the Portal video game, recent discussions on time travel, uh, iPad apps that you can use while you're on a treadmill, and so much other cool stuff there over at techpodcast.com. I'm really happy to be a member of techpodcast.com, owned by Raw Voice, who makes PowerPress and Blueberry. So check it out at techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here.